Welcome aboard Salt Force One, a podcast where we talk all things Navy, military, and other global happenings. I am your Commander-in-Chief, Frank. I am Jimmy, otherwise known as the Salty Millennial. And then uh, today we've got a special guest. Uh, Jimmy, you want to intro him? Yeah, so uh, we have a uh, friend on the line here, Lieutenant Commander uh, Graham Scarborough. Um, He is uh, calling in from... uh, Virginia Beach. Uh, Graham, are you there? Yeah, hey, I've got you uh, got you loud and clear. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm yeah. the uh, inaugural guest on the podcast. My you, guest number one. You are guest number one. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a big responsibility. Don't uh, don't yeah. screw it up. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we wanted to talk today because uh, it has come to our attention that not everyone loves the salty millennial. Their uh, one person doesn't. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we thought you'd be uh, a good person to talk about that. Uh, you kind of have a, a love-hate relationship with Salty. Uh, I secretly think you're obsessed with him, um, but that's just my opinion. Uh, so <laughs> you, you told us that you have some friends that uh, think um, less than uh, stellar uh, things about Salty. I want to hear all the hate. Tell us all the hate. Yeah, no, uh, so, um, yeah, I'm excited to start out the podcast, uh, talking about Salty Millennial's favorite topic, which is himself. <laughs> uh, he'd make a, uh, great aviator. Uh, uh, well, yeah, the, I, I, uh, we recorded that, by the way, so now I have that. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Yeah, put that on your, uh, on your resume. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, first of all, since you introduced me, uh, with, uh, name, rank, and, uh, service number, everything I say today is my own opinion and uh, it's not the <laughs> opinion of any, anybody who has anything to do with me including yeah. the navy and the department of defense Man, that's a, it's uh, a good caveat that that applies to everything we say on this podcast in fact yeah absolutely okay, uh, cool. no no nobody like a... I, actually i disagree everything that i personally say uh is the belief of both of you and yeah. the navy should take it totally seriously all right so I mean, frank yeah. is our our civilian counter uh counter perspective here on Salt Force One. I literally can't be fired by anyone. Yeah, he's actually the whole value of this podcast is that we're, we're trying to explain things to him in simpleton terms that we all we all know and, and love and we think are so important. But uh, uh, Frank, like most of America, probably wonders why we care so much. Uh, so Sure. Um, anyway, right, so yeah, go, go for it. Tell, so Frank, tell us why uh, Salty is not, is not the best um, blog and podcast uh, that's ever existed. Uh, well, I mean, not enough cat videos. I think it's probably part one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta you gotta have more uh, hilarious animal videos if you really want to crack the uh, the top ten. I could yeah. then, get behind uh, this. Yeah, I notice you call I mean, me I out think... every time I tr- I try to post something that's uh, somewhat sincere. Uh, you you go after me, so no, and I appreciate that. You know, I got I got to stay so, on brand. Yeah, yeah, you bet. I'm just trying to reinforce the reinforce the brand. But, um, <laughs> the uh, so the thing, the thing is, right, is like we work in a, uh, we work in a serious business, right? Yeah. Like the, the, what we, what we do and what we're charged with doing is, is serious, right? And I, I, yeah, it's a business of I death. Think, right. Yeah. And I, I think that it gets treated with a lot of gravitas, uh, by military, uh, personnel. And so when you have someone come along who's, specifically writing satire, specifically poking fun at, at things uh, through sort of the lens of a satire, or um, uh, uh, like a character, uh-huh. right? That's, that's not, 
that's not entirely common. That's not very common in the in the sort of active duty discussion. Yeah, if yeah. it was common, we wouldn't have a website. <laughs> yeah, we, we, well, you know, now if my, it was easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. But uh, I just have the courage, you know, the intestinal fortitude to step forward and uh, yeah. and share my opinions. No, and I mean, it's not. Okay, it's so, certainly so no surprise to me. All, yeah. First of all, very very on brand comment. Uh, <laughs> turn it back to you. I love that. Yeah. So that's good. That's that content that I'm looking for. Okay. Yeah, we'll um, keep it coming. But um, I, I think in reality, right, you look at uh, kind of military history or you can even just look back to, to World War II to things like uh, like Catch-22 or MASH or Ooh, yeah. even, you know, throwaway shows that aren't really in the public consciousness anymore like F Troop Ooh, or McHale's yeah. Navy, right? Mm-hmm, there's yep. a, there's a, there is a sort of tradition and history or you, uh, like Terminal Lance, right? Uh, the comic strip. Good. It's a there great is one. Sort of yeah. this, this tradition of... Um, sort of making fun of the military and uh, kind of uh, poking fun at the things about it that are that are kind of absurd. I mean, that's the whole thing with Catch-22, right, is that you have to be crazy uh, to leave, but anyone who wants to leave, by definition, isn't crazy. Right. And, it's, um, and it, so yeah. there's, a long, there's a long tradition of kind of military satire. The thing is, is that it's, you, you struggle to find examples where it's applied to sort of policy changes or um yeah uh, normally it'd be stuff you know, like kind of oh it seems like most of the time it's poking fun like ah oh, they spend a lot or they i don't know it's more like quirks of, yeah or like or like look at these cast of goofballs that sort yeah. of make up the military right yeah. we're all sort of just making it up as we go along and so uh you know salty coming along and putting um a bit more of a uh like a lens on some things that are that are like problems or at least thought provoking right it it's there's a little bit of uh cog, you know kind of cognitive dissonance there where people sort of are like oh i feel like this is an important topic why is this guy coming along and treating it like it's like it's, uh, like it's not like it's like it's not yeah and i, I, I so i think uh, i think some of the the response to salty in that is probably in that vein where people are like Hey man, you're joking about something that is not necessarily a joke. A joke. Right. Why right. don't we treat it with a little bit more whatever? But I, I think that, you know, part of, uh, part of satire, part of humor is to kind of shine a light on things that are ridiculous, you know, uh, by being ridiculous. Or, it, um, or exploring, uh, you can explore serious topics sometimes a little better. Uh, people's guards are, are down through comedy, you know? Well, yeah, right, you know, exactly. Um, that's definitely those are sort of all all reasons why I started doing what what I what I started doing, and then why we started up the podcast. But uh, you know, and I'll, I'll also say that it was important in my mind to start doing this because I had had the thought for a while, uh, but to start before I got out of the navy. And I think it's important to be um, to be saying saying this uh, from the perspective of somebody who's in it uh, to be uh, more um, what's the word credible, I guess. You know, I wanted to. I wanted this to be someone uh, that had some skin in the game, something to lose. Because, as you know, there are examples out there of guys that have been doing this for a while. Uh, I am certainly not the first. I won't be the last. But most of them are retired. Um, you know, they, they are out of the Navy or the military, and then they say, okay, well, I would have done it so much better. Or they, they, start, they start poking fun. And, and that's certainly their right to do that, right? Um, but but it's, it's easily met with um, dismissal. You know, you go, oh, well, I mean, yeah, okay, well, you know. 
Commander Salamander, for example, right? He's he's um, very vocal critic, but it's easy to for people to dismiss him because he's not he's not uh, living it, you know, day to day. You know, he's not in the Navy still, so uh, it could be taken as uh, Monday morning quarterbacking or like back yeah. in my day, everything yeah. was better. And I wanted to I wanted to really, you know, I wanted this criticism. I want you know I wanted this vocal uh, opposition to come up because I wanted the conversation to happen. So. Um, this is one of the reasons I use the millennial lens, right? Because even just using the word millennial, uh, you kind of you, you see that reaction in people uh, over the age of probably forty-five or so, where they just hear the word millennial and they start to uh, just hate. Um, yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> the steam starts coming out of their ears, you know. So I, right, I really right. enjoy that. I enjoy I enjoy putting that that persona out there, and um, and, and, it, and it creates a conversation, right? Because then there's a reaction to what I said. And then there's usually a counter reaction, um, which gets a conversation going. And I'm not, you know, it, it's not, it's not, it's not my intent to uh, make the conversation about me. Yes, um, it but is. It's, it's <laughs> so uh, I do. Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to throw the flag. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. Yeah, but you know, so so it's it's a it's a means to an end, right? I mean, that's that's the the, the whole point of uh, writing anything. If it, if it's if it's going to be any good, you know, it's uh, it's got to stand on its own. Um, so anyway, so, so that's that's the 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 long and short of of why um, I I write the the articles that I do. But I want to hear uh, some of the awful things people are saying so, about you. So yeah, um, well, let's see. So you know, you you told me that you had dinner with some friends recently, and <laughs> you were basically saying that. Um, you you said that you were kind of explaining to them that that I'm a, I'm using this as a as a character, kind of like you already mentioned. Oh no, I didn't defend you at all. Okay, let's not read it. Let's not read into it. So no, I was just leading up to it because I am I am very curious, and Frank enjoys this when we hear the the shit talking, and we want to hear why people hate on salty. And, yeah. and it's it's certainly not uh, it's not universal. There's no universal love for salty. So tell us right. about this. Okay, dinner. so let let's um uh so. We'll start with kind of the, the way that the Navy is different in our conversation. This is for Frank's benefit. The way the Navy is different in our conversation from the other services, right? Okay. The Navy, I would say, more than the other services that I've encountered, with the exception of the Marines, and they, you know, we're kind of lumped together. The Navy is very good about having this sort of tradition of open debate and dialogue and you put your ideas out there and, and you can argue about them. Uh, and we see that really through like the, the Naval Institute, right? Where Salty kind of got started and uh, yeah. where a lot of, a lot of people have, have published stuff. Yeah. The um, Naval Institute is great. Now, tra- tradition, traditionally proceedings magazine is, the, is the place to do that. And it is, uh, an edited and, uh, selective, uh, you know, magazine of record for the Navy. So, like, right. a lot of really cool stuff has been debated in there over the years. Everything from, like, why do we even have aircraft carriers to what should we do with uh, our amphibious forces to, yeah. you know, all, I mean, you name it, it's been debated. And uh, it's, been, but, it's been over 100 years. I mean, it's been, um, proceedings right, yeah, have been published yeah. for a long time. It was it was founded in the late, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it wrong, but it, it was founded in the late 1800s after the Civil War. Yeah, Jesus. And, um, and so there's this long sort of tradition of conversation and debate. Well, the, the blog version of the Naval Institute is um, 
I, I was contacted by one of the editors who asked me to kind of share my thoughts on, on how the, how their blog, how I see their blog. And I said, okay, well, if everyone who writes for proceedings is a, is a comedian, right? Proceedings is like going on Saturday Night Live or going on like one of the late night talk shows. It is like the pinnacle of the comedic profession, right? The goal is you want to be a cast member on Saturday Night Live because you've made it, right? But you've got to start, you've got to try out your material somewhere, right? And (laughs) you don't go on Saturday Night Live to try new stuff. (laughs) You go to these underground, small, you know, CD kind of comedy clubs and you try your material out there. And if things work, you're like, okay, this worked, this didn't work, blah, blah, blah. That's what I, the naval, that's what the blog is like, right? The blog is like, I'm going to throw some stuff at the wall. I'm going to see how it goes. And if I catch something, a style or an idea or a concept or whatever that works, then I'm going to try and turn it into something, something, you know, more polished. And, and I guess the Salty Herald would just be that bordello where you got to work at the whorehouse for a little bit no, before you get into the club. Uh, <laughs> salty, Salty, the Salty Herald is um, when you get your own YouTube channel <laughs> and your mom. Yeah. And your sister are the only ones that watch it. Yeah, but and you, you're like, oh man, I got, I got 25 views this yeah, week, and like yeah, yeah. 23 of those views are you refreshing the page. <laughs> hey, don't tell everybody um, our secrets. Or like your immediate family that you're like your 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 yeah aunt, exactly your aunt exactly. Judith in in uh, Toledo. I'm gonna continue right, to think like, of it as a whorehouse. I, yeah. yeah. Oh, by I the way, like get, only six people are gonna listen to this. I'm still proud of you. Um, <laughs> okay, so all that to kind of set the stage for like, okay. So the Navy's got a really good kind of community of debate and discussion and and conversation. But I think that people sort of our age have really kind of gotten it with the the blog, right? We we look at it and we're like, yeah, man, I get this. This is my rapid fire knee jerk response, trying stuff out at the comedy club. And throwing it at the wall and seeing if it sticks. And yeah. there are other people that get that too. That it's not just not to say it's a generational thing, um, because obviously Commander Salamander, who Jimmy brought up before, he's been there for forever, right? But I would say like, you know, he's probably more of an outlier, an early utilization, early proponent of that medium. Yeah. Whereas I, I look at it, Jimmy looks at it, and we're like, oh man, this is great. Like I could throw something together over a weekend. I don't have to submit it to an editorial board. Right. I can yeah. shoot it to these guys, and if they look later. at it, and they're like, "And they're like, oh, cool, this isn't the most offensive thing I've ever read." And there's some very <laughs> that could be worse, like, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, okay, cool. So that's sort of the Navy's yeah. culture is like we we I think we are we have a good culture of debate and discussion. Now, let's get back to my friend. Okay. Right? So I was talking to them, and I'm like, okay, I know this guy. Yeah, this is who he is, and this is what he's about, blah, blah, blah. And my friend's like, I think that guy's full of it. Nah. Did you, did you tell him my real name? <laughs> did you? Uh, I, can't, I can't remember if I did. I, I mean, I may have, yeah, but it's, he it, probably doesn't care. It, no, it's um, all good, but I'm just curious. And he, was, and, he, and he was like, and I was like, so what's your, what's your deal? Why, why, you know, why aren't you on board? And he's like, I don't care what the guy's saying. I care that he seems to care more about the character than he does about <laughs> what he's talking about. Okay. And I was like, Oh snap. And so that's when I texted you yeah. because from a lot of people, and I think that this probably is going to dovetail with a lot of the response that you got, right? A lot of yeah. people are sort of like, look, man, we've already got this forum, right? We've already got this 
um, medium, you know, like why 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 not exist in the in the bounds of the medium as it currently is? Because and I think that's why you guys. got so much. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you got so much flack about the pseudonym thing, right? People were all over that. Yeah. Because I mean, it, it, I wouldn't say it was like a huge number, but there were some vocal people who were like, "Why are you writing under a pseudonym? You coward." Right, right, right. That's my favorite. But, yeah. So I did start out anonymous. You know, that's and that's a good point. Right, and, and so and so, but right when you're in that comedy club, right, and you're trying stuff that's maybe a little edgy and maybe will get you in trouble, and maybe you don't want the guys from Saturday Night Live to see it a couple years from now when you audition, right? Yeah. Well, maybe you gotta use a stage name. Yeah. Or, right, like maybe there's a culture of retribution that you want to avoid. Now, I think the Navy is, I, I don't think the Navy is quite the boogeyman that we make it out to be with a culture of retribution, but that ultimate, the, the ultimate guide of that is how the person who's writing feels that their work will be received, right? It doesn't matter if a culture of retribution exists or not. What matters is if that person is worried about it, then they should be permitted to write under whatever pseudonym they want. Yeah. Because it's not, it's, it's about encouraging them to come forward with their ideas, not about reassuring them that, like, the Navy is a huggy, you know, friendly kind of place where you can say whatever you want and get away with it. Absolutely. And, and so, I don't, I don't even want to, I don't want to encourage the Navy to turn itself into this huggy, kinder, gentler Navy. What I want is for, uh, people to come forward with their ideas that they think that they need to say. And if they're in uniform, uh, I try to encourage them to put their name behind it. You know, at right. the risk of uh, of retribution, of career risk, right? You know, damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead. Like, right. I, I, so I, that's I, my mission. Not not to tell the Navy, hey, you guys need to break out the hugs. You know, fuck that. I don't care. You know, my point is uh, I don't care how the Navy uh, brass uh, leadership uh, reacts to it. Um, I want to uh, spread a message, and it's ultimately a positive one, but it's at some risk to my career. And... Um, which we've seen uh, from some of the reactions. Yeah. So, and and, and it has, uh, you know, uh, Sir Four apparently is not a big fan of me. Surprise, surprise. Um, and 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 I'm not. That's not. That's not because of salty. That's just because all swos hate each other. Yeah, that's true. Is I, this a thing? Yeah, I'm just a I'm just a a, a very bad oh, naval officer. So. You, you've got to understand. Do you, have you? Has Jimmy been open kimono with you about the difference in? the communities in the Navy. No. Yeah. So go for it. Understand. Do you understand the world that Jimmy is from? I don't understand Jimmy at all. Okay. (laughs) Explain slow. Explain slows. So from a, from an aviator's perspective. Okay. I'm going to caveat this, all of this by saying that this is like when you're sitting down at dinner with your little brother, right? And you're going to, you're going to bring up everything they ever did. That was ever embarrassing. This is great. Because they're your little brother. And you, you can get under their skin, right? Yeah, no, let's do but this. But as, so, as soon as you step away from that dinner table, if you hear anybody talk bad about your little brother, you're going to punch him in the face. Right, like, okay. like he's my asshole. You can't call him right. that. So, but, but then I will still all, stab him in the back later on. Right. So that's the key. And then blame it on him. Okay, so <laughs> first of all, I'm in this scenario, I'm the big brother because Naval Aviation was founded over a hundred years ago, and the SWO pin has been alive about as long as Jimmy has. So he's basing so he his ha- argument on um, things that he wears on his uniform. His, how much okay, flair so, he has. No, no, no. <laughs> how many pieces here's, of flair do you here's have? The thi- here's, here's the thing, man. A hundred years ago, uh-huh. right, 
being a surface warfare officer was the default setting. There was right? no such thing. It was just you were in the Navy. At, right. You were just in the Navy and you drove ships. Yeah. And, and then they were like, man, we've discovered this capability that is flight. And it is so much the better. very power, very power yeah. of the gods to <laughs> yeah. soar above the pitiful creatures who are confined to the sea and experience the world in a way and, that before only birds and, <laughs> and the almighty gods on Olympus have ever right. experienced. Yeah. And so you, and like, you set out on a road to, hey, that inevitably Jim, led to Jimmy, Maverick and Goose. Jimmy, yes. Jimmy. Yes. Hey, who's the guest on this podcast, bro? <laughs> so, sorry, sorry, it's, big brother. Looks go, like the, go, in, so the insignia like, was so they, introduced in and, 1975, by the way. Hey, we haven't even so mentioned they, your call sign yet, which I'm getting... I'm, uh, well, hold on. So, we'll hate on you first, and we'll hate on him. Yeah, and so the Navy was like, these godlike creatures <laughs> who have overcome science and nature to master the art of flight deserve <laughs> special recognition. And so we got... Our own uniforms, our own warfare insignia. Holy right? moly. We got, we got our own bases and our own culture. And, and y'all joined forward, a, a boat force to fly planes. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we're better than the guys that need 10,000 foot long runways. So uh, I, I heard the boat subject. comment, by the way. Yeah, they're all boats. Uh, Nobody all boats. You guys. All okay. boats. And so, <laughs> and so what happens is World War II happens and aviators single-handedly win World War II. <laughs> and the guys that have been Battle driving Midway, ships, right? the guys that are driving ships are like, we're jealous of these guys. Yeah. And we say, well, guys, guess what? If you're not a good aviator, guess what you go do? You go drive ships <laughs> because, you're, because you can't think in three dimensions. And the ship guys say, well, that makes us feel sad. And in the very first awarding of a participation trophy in the 70s, they <laughs> created a slow pin to give to themselves to make them feel better for not being for failing out of flight school. Interesting. And I, so this is all true, by the way. The, the default setting for naval naval officers, the thing that does the thing that if a if you transported a Phoenician sailor from 2000 BC to Norfolk today, uh-huh. he would look at a destroy. He they would, would go to flight destroyer, school. He would look at a destroyer and be like, yeah, I get it. Like, okay, you can go against the wind. Cool. Like, I get that. So could we. We had oars. He just found out a way to make better oars. And then I would fly over in an F-18, and he would soil himself because he would be completely psychologically unprepared for the majesty and wonder of human flight. What is this sky demon? Graham, would you be in the front seat or the back seat of that F-18? I'm the brains of the operation. I'm in the backseat. So you don't telling, know how to fly it? Telling the well-trained monkey in the front where to go and what to do. But so, but if you were in the front seat, could you make it go? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, we could in the air. We literally trained. We literally trained monkeys to do what the pilot does. So, so I wouldn't even worry about it. Yeah. See, this is great. This is this is the ultimate in superiority complex. And you're and so you're rising okay. above Wait, pilots. Before right? we get so too ADA far down can, this, I do have a ahead. question. All right. Okay. So, I'm guessing that when you when you signed up, you wanted to get your ass into airplanes. Why do it through the Navy as opposed to the Air Force? Okay, so here's the deal, right? Flying is all about skill. Mastery over nature and mastery over machine. Yeah. Okay? And so, if you're like, you know what? I'm going to work real hard. I'm going to study. I'm going to get good at math and science. I'm gonna like a you know, learn to think. Learn to think at 500 knots in three dimensions. You know what? 
inverted. But when it's over, but when it's over, I want to land on a ten thousand foot runway and go eat uh, hard pack ice cream and drink caramel macchiatos. Play thirty six holes all day, or I can throw myself at the back of a tiny tiny ship at night in bad weather, and I'm not even flying. I've got to trust my life to the guy in front of me uh, who's flying the airplane who I may not know and may not be very good. Like, obviously, as a true warrior, I'm going to pick option B. So what you're saying because, is it's just difficult when you're pissing excellence. You just have to, have yeah, to take the I challenge. Yeah, I mean, you, just, you wake up sense. in the morning and you're like, you know what I want to be today? I want to be the best. And so the best don't join the Air Force because <laughs> it's, it's easy. Again, landing on a – it's less like being a swell, right? Landing on a runway is the default setting. Okay, so so why would I why would I want to do that? I want to do the challenging thing, and I want to land on a moving ship at night because I'm an idiot. You know, so no, I don't even remember what we were talking but, about. So yeah, so I, so after having said all that, we're now going to hear you tell us how I'm all about myself. Oh, that's right. That's that what we're talking yeah, about. Okay. okay. So, so I don't. Okay. So I don't know much about Salty's career path, but I assume it goes something like this. Late 80s, yeah. wherever Salty's from, Georgia or something, I don't even know. Nah, it's not important. Salty watches the movie Top Gun, <laughs> and he says, oh my god, this is what I'm born to do. I'm going to do it. This is going to get really personal here in a second. Yeah, keep going. He, go, he, go, he goes to college. If I get this right on accident, it just proves my point. Because I, I have no knowledge. I think you're about Salty's to. Keep going. I'm interested. Life. Okay, Salty goes to friggin' upstairs hollywood technical college for boys pretty right? much yeah. georgia tech and he joins the rotc detachment okay he spends one he spends one week a year learning how to be in the navy and then they're like okay time for you to be in the navy salty and he's like cool i want to be a pilot and they go salty sorry you're not that smart your eyes aren't good nobody likes you and <laughs> all you do is uh, sit around in your footy pajamas and eat avocados all day. This makes sense. So and they said yeah. they said you're just not cut out for aviation. And he said, but I'm a vegan. And they said Ugh. exactly right. You need to be a meat eating, friggin' pissing excellence, died in the wool killer to be aviation. Just said, well, what about helicopters? Those guys aren't that tough. And they're like, that's true, but you you can't do helicopters. We don't have any helicopter spots. You're going to be the default setting. You're going to be a slow. And so Salty ends up as a SWO and for the rest of his life thinks I should have been an aviator, but the jet guys stole that from me. And so now I'm going to be mad at him for forever. To be very clear, I would definitely not talk to him at all if he was a vegan. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Vegans are definitely Uh, worse than Nazis. I assume that as a millennial, Salty only eats free range avocados that are sourced farm to table uh, and, uh, you know, Whatever yeah, other yeah, tropes yeah. I can fit in there. Gra- grass-fed avocados. Only. Grass-fed yeah, avocados. Gra- grass-fed, free-range, farm-to-table avocados. No, exactly. I mean, I, I, we eat from the uh, health food supermarket, you know? So um, you are you are almost 100% right on my biography, uh, except See? that I was not salty until I joined the Surface Force. So Did you want to be an aviator? <laughs> You you guys you guys are gonna laugh. No kidding. I Everybody went to flight does. school. No, you didn't. Out of out of college, I went to flight school. I was was training to be an aviator. What happened? And uh, I about halfway through flight school, I was I just decided, you know what, this uh, this is not for me. I'm gonna die, or I'm gonna get somebody killed. 
um <laughs> probably you he'd um at some point if we had flown together so i said you know what this is uh not my future why and, did you think you'd get someone killed uh i was a terrible pilot <laughs> I my first my first flight in the T thirty four you know that one uh, yeah uh, he so um, on the runway ready to take off um, hit the throttle and my hands went on the dashboard because I was I, I my my ult, my my visceral reaction to the amount of force that was behind me as was, we were oh shit was oh shit <laughs> it was not okay here we go and the instructor had to take control and that was my first flight and uh, it didn't really get any better from there so didn't get better no 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 so i was a terrible pilot and uh, not much better slow um <laughs> but i didn't get anybody killed and uh as i when i, I joined my uh first ship the uss anzio uh, cruiser where you were a terrible navigator yeah, I, a navigator that survived i didn't get i didn't hit anybody um jimmy's a terrible so, navigator yeah so uh i was bathed in salt and uh I have salt water running from my veins now, so um, yeah, that that was that's the birth of salty. So I was just I was just little old Jimmy before then. But uh, uh, <laughs> after four four tours on two cruisers, um, here, here I am and uh, ready still to take, take on bitch. the world. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, here I am, still getting told by the uh, the NFO on, on the phone on my on my own podcast. Um, so getting, getting called little brother. Okay, so um, it's all about me, right? So back to Tell, tell me. me, tell me about your friends uh, that that hate me and hate salty. Yeah, so, so like, I mean, I, we, well, I, mean I, I, I think so. So anyway, we talked a little bit about like the like, hey man, we've already got sort of an outlet for this. Like, uh-huh. what's the deal? I think some of that is probably just, you know, dude, let's use this, let's explore this space on how we write and how we publish, and you can do it in the bounds of good taste and still push the envelope. Like, like the last thing I wrote makes jokes about how submarines shoot tomahawk missiles by pointing straight up like a sleeping whale, right? Or talk Did you write that under I, your name or a pseudonym? Yeah, I wrote that under my name. Mm. Yeah. I, that got published in the magazine. Oh, uh, hey, or I you, talked about yeah. I, I brag about how great I am for completing uh, JPME phase one, which is like a you know, that's nothing. It's a correspondence course that we're all required to do with it. Yeah, your your um, writing style is, is actually is, is very similar to mine, I think, in the way that you, you bring humor um, you're not afraid to, to say things that would probably piss a lot of people off if they're not ready for it. If somebody reads some of your stuff and they're thinking that they're going to read a scholarly essay with no jokes in it, then, then they're probably going to get a little pissed off when they, they right, see some of those right. things. The, the, very, the very first thing I ever wrote on USNI blog, I referred to myself as a golden-winged demigod of the sky. <laughs> he hasn't right. stopped referring um, to himself as that either. I'm going to start so, calling myself <laughs> that. No reason. Uh, well, you gotta, you gotta earn it, man. No, nope, um, you don't. I just take it. Anyway, well, you don't. You're fine. You're a civilian. You, you do it. You do whatever you want, man. Yeah. I work for you. Um, <laughs> That's right. You can do whatever you want. Um, anyway, um, so I think, I think there, there's a little bit of that in terms of like, this is not how I. This is not what I've come to expect from, you know, our finest traditions of blah 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 blah. But then the other thing that that my buddy was kind of on about was like, this thing's got to be bigger than the character right if, if the mm, point yeah. of writing if the point of of writing and calling these things out and and um and making these jokes is just to highlight how funny you can be then that's a waste complete waste of opportunity oh, I, I totally agree right. well and did he talk and, i mean did you get any sense like, for how many of these articles like he's read or anything like was it one of those like read one and been like that's enough i'm never going to read anything by the salty millennial again or did it seem like he's 
I don't know. Perused uh, my, a bit. My buddy said he he's read some he's he's read some of it, and I don't think he agrees with everything you say. But he's not the kind of guy that like. I don't want to make it all about this one guy. I'm, no, 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 yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, not just in general. Like yeah. the cult, the, our our culture is about you know at a certain point you say okay I've got to operate within the confines of the system as it exists right like the Navy I think is good at saying you can fight City Hall but at a certain point you've got to just be like all right cool that's the max we're going to get out of this. And I'm gonna shut up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna color. Yeah, well, that's that's <laughs> that's one of the reasons that I started doing it, right? Because I I have written, bef- you know, you you and I both have been writing for a while, and I I, I was writing uh, on the on USNI blog and other places just under my own name way before I ever thought of this character. And uh, right, you know, I to be honest with you, not that many people read it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just. You know, there's a certain limit to how interesting you can be uh, when you when you talk about what the some of the reforms and some of the things that you want to do with the Navy and some of your ideas. Um, and and so one of the ways that I wanted to explore was to say, hey, what if I create a character that's kind of interesting in his own right? And I'll be the first to admit, I'm not that funny. That's uh, true. I, I mean, some of these some of these articles I read, I'm like, what what the hell was I even thinking? Like, this is this bore. It's just, it's stupid. Um, but you know. The, the idea would be, right, if I can make something that's sort of intriguing, that uh, attracts uh, people. I mean, it's clickbait in some respects. I mean, I'm not above that. It's, 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 it's the way that the, the Internet communication works now. And uh, if you can't get people's attention in five seconds, you're not going to get it. So what if I, I have all these ideas that are awesome, by the way? You know, I can, I can totally revolutionize the way we fight wars at sea. Um, but I, I, nobody's going to read what I write or listen to what I say. And, and so I thought, well, okay, well, let, let me take this. Let me make some kind of a gesture. You know, let me make somebody that um, gets people's attention because of how ridiculous it is. And then I just continue that with some of, so I, I weave in the ideas and people kind of, you know, you, the ideas, you have to kind of like read it and, I, and figure think, it out I a little the, bit. I think the problem is though, right? I think the problem is you risk becoming part of the background noise. Yeah. Right. Or you, you risk not becoming part of it. You risk being relegated to background. Right. The more it, uh, the more people can be dismissive of what you say, the more you will be dismissed. Right. And so those bullets have to be fired carefully. And this is my opinion. Right. Yeah. Like, so that, you know, I've thought a lot, and this is not to discourage the way anybody does anything, but I think about, uh, you know, I think about guys like um, uh, Salamander and even uh, like John Q. Public, who's an Air Force guy, who's kind of the same mindset, or Doctrine Man, who's kind of the same thing on the Army side. I like Doctrine so Man. Yeah. Those are sort of the, those are, that's sort of like the trend, the, like the holy trinity of anonymous military bloggers is John Q. Public, Doctrine Man, and Commander Salamander. Yeah. Which, by the way, Doctrine Man, you can find out who he is. He is he's not yes, anonymous. Yes. Do, both, both Doctrine Man and John Q. Public are, have, I don't, I don't know that the timeline or the circumstances. I don't know if they were discovered or if they put their name out there or just over time, it just kind of leaked out. I don't, I have no idea. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. But the point is that, yeah, who those guys are is, is kind of out there. Real quick. If you search for doctrine man online, the second advertisement that shows up is for sexy Brie Larson pictures. Okay. Just throwing that out there. All right. All right. All right. Is is that, um, uh, the new captain Marvel? Is that Brie Larson? I don't know. Maybe. I think so. Oh. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, 
anyway, the, the question becomes, right, like if you pump out so much content, right, with a capital C TM. There you go. Like, you're, you're trademarking. You be, I love it. Do you, do you turn into – do you end up just shouting into the wind? Because, Jimmy, you kind of alluded to it earlier, right? We already exist in an echo chamber. Right, like I don't, I don't know what proceedings is distro is. I don't know what the blogs, you know, what what do they call it? In like the, a readership. In what? No, there's a technical term for it, like your impression. Oh, or oh whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like I don't, I don't know what those are for the USNI blog. I, I have no idea, but I'd be willing to bet, right, that like a very high percentage, probably the vast majority of their impressions are from people who already read the blog anyway. Right. No, you're, you're hundred percent right. And so, and so there's a, there's a piece to it that has to be, we need to create the clickbait clickbait and we need to create the craziness that's going to get people to click on this article who wouldn't otherwise click on the article. Yeah. And right? I'm thinking like junior, to, junior people we, in the Navy, you know, people that aren't, aren't going to be sure. Well, there's a whole, I mean, yeah, you, you could divide that audience up however you want, right? Like, I want I want my lieutenant JGs and junior lieutenants. I want them reading online and educating themselves yeah, about yeah. the conversation. I want my uh, sailors, right? My chiefs and my uh, petty officers. I want them involved too, right? Yeah, like, I no, want them those conversations are happening. It. They're happening on the ships. The other, that, you know, the other people, right? Exactly. The other people I want is I want the civilians of the world to yeah. realize that like the Navy is cares about what we do and we talk about it a lot right yeah so that like if you i think if you grab the average civilian off the street and ask them if they thought that there was a navy magazine not a navy magazine but if there was a naval magazine dedicated to debating ideas about how the navy should operate like i think they'd probably be like yeah probably that doesn't that sounds crazy because the the public image of the military is we're all these sort of like automatons who just do whatever but and so there's there's all these different audiences that you're trying to reach out to in some form or fashion. And you have to know what your audience is, how you want to speak to them. And then what the balance is between, you know, kind of those big, making those big impressions, that clickbait stuff. And then the more reasons like, okay, my audience here is the regular readership. Like, you know, I'm writing for guys that are going to read this no matter what. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, and so, you know, I I think there's a there's a I don't know where, where that line is is different for everybody. Well, I mean, I don't write I don't write a lot. I've written a lot more lately. I have a lot of time and I have a lot of opportunity to write now. <laughs> um, but I don't. You've mastered I, I, flying, so now it's on to something else. Yeah, dude, I'm cr- I crush it every day. I just shred the skies with the sound of freedom every day. Do you bring your laptop uh, up into the cockpit and you're just like blogging as you as you fly? No, dude. I'm no man. That's that's not how compartmentalization works. I'm switched on. I'm locked in. Oh, that's how to, swells do it. I'm ready to rock while I'm flying. Um, but then I then I land and I don't pay attention in the debrief and I just think about what I'm going to write about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, there are a lot of instruct. A lot of my former instructors would be like, "Oh yeah, that's probably what he was." That's doing. that's totally. Um. Anyway, um. So you know, I, the, my point is like, I have a lot of opportunity to read and write, but I have so many things that I've I've never click send on because I'm just like, you know what, whatever. Like I could get this out and I could have people look at it and I could have them talk about it. But you're a coward. But, but my opportunity to make an impression is limited 
And so I'm not going to waste it on talking about whatever. Like, yeah. I got a stupid story that I wrote about campaign stars, all right? And hang, hang on, Frank, because this is going to get weird, right? Okay, so on your medals, when you go fight somewhere or deploy somewhere, sometimes you'll get a little ribbon that says, hey, I was there, right. I was involved in this. And then if you were there at the right time, they have a little star that you can put on it that says, I was here at this time and participated in these operations. And so you get that, and that goes on your ribbon, and then when you wear it, the only people that understand what that means are other military people, and people will be like, nice. Right. Or they can just totally ignore it because nobody really knows. Anyway, like three years ago, I wrote this thing about like how weird it is the way we do those things these days and how it talks to like the fluid nature of current co- conflict and how there's no front line anymore and there's no discernible campaigns anymore and how yeah, we should true. revisit some of these things and find specific battles and stuff and honor those battles like Fallujah or Mosul or whatever and we should, or Operation Anaconda and we should, whatever and so yeah. like, I wrote this big long thing and then I was like man like what am I do what am I trying to do with this <laughs> right yeah. like is this is this I, this is something that I obviously think is important enough to write something about but like am I gonna who what am I trying to do right like, well I take your point because you know your your words are uh they're valuable, you know, everybody's words are valuable, but if you overuse them, right, then they become devalued. And, you know, you just like anybody, when you're you're with somebody that's just always has an opinion on everything and they constantly tell you uh, about it. I know it all, yeah. Yeah, and, and you're, 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 eventually you're like, okay, all right, well, this is coming from so-and-so, you know, old Glenn. God I've, damn it, Glenn. I've got a friend who's an expert in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, you, you, right, want, and so, you want to pick and right, choose. And so when I think about, like, some of these veteran... Uh, you know, bloggers, I wonder if sometimes they are easy to dismiss despite their good ideas because they're so prolific. It's like a weird, and I don't know if that's true. Like you'd have to ask, you'd have to ask, you got to go on Sal's show again. I'm not important enough to ever get on the show and I don't <laughs> yeah. really have anything. I don't really have anything important to say. Um, so I'm not holding my breath, but when you go on again, Jimmy, so so you're, right? you're out of character here. You're being humble, dude. This is not, you're out of, you're off I know, brand. I know. Don't worry. You, you can edit. You can edit this part out. I listened to I listened to episode one. It sounds like he caught a lot of cut a lot of stuff out. Um, <laughs> no man, it's all all the I warts can, and zits and everything. <laughs> no, no way. I couldn't. I totally didn't even realize it. Um. Anyway, <laughs> it'd be it'd be interesting to ask some those guys, the Do- Doctor Man and Johnny Public and and Salamander. It'd be interesting to ask them if like, hey, do you think the stuff that you put out ever just gets dismissed because you you've just written so much or because you've been in the game so long or because people are just going to read it and just be like, Oh, well, that's commander Salamander again. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, I mean, we've all seen it happen in the real world, right? Not just military it happens in the, in the real world too. Right. Where you're just like, Oh, there goes Steve again. Right. And so the one good idea that Steve has, people are going to dismiss it. Yeah. Because, so, because the lens, the, the, the speed, the, the person saying it matters, right? The, you have right. to listen to the source and, too. Well, but, but speaking and, of the source, I mean, just to—I I know you know—it's been around since 1847 and all this good stuff. Teddy Roosevelt wrote for it, but fucking nobody reads Proceedings magazines. They have 51,000 subscribers and only 15,000 active duty subscribers, according to their own stats. Nobody fucking reads it. So even if everybody takes it, like, oh man, this but, is a great article. That's fucking nobody. Nobody well, reads it. Re- but but remember remember right it's about who the audience is right fifteen thousand active those, duty if, and if, well, those, that's, that's... if those if those fifty one thousand subscribers comprise fifteen thousand active duty 
uh, naval Navy guys, right? And then the rest is retired admirals and policymakers and stuff like that, right? Like, uh, but dude, I, I don't a, think that's the same thing. A retired admiral is not necessarily a policymaker. It's some schmuck that got elected well, in Chicago. Funny, funny story. Funny story. After my, well, it's not funny, but you know, to to counterpoint your counterpoint, uh-huh. right? <laughs> After after my article last year about adversary aircraft, right? I got my phone got blown up by a re- former retired admiral who now works for a important company in the aviation industry, and he was calling me up to sort of share his views with me on my paper, right? On what I wrote. So I, I know other people that work for these comp- that work for these companies that I wrote about who read my article and started talking about what I had said, and so the 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 intended audience of the target or of the piece was reached. And yeah. I know that because I've been contacted by them or had people um, comment on it. But And I'm not trying to point, hate on, on anything no, 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 that you've no, written or anything. I mean, I mean, I get you, but I get your larger point, right? Like how many civilians are going to open up Proceedings Magazine and read about why the U.S. Army should be invested in amphibious operations? And how well, many people that are deciding, they like, should be. Well, but also, like, how many people uh, in elected office who, you know, have the power to declare war and all that, how, like, how many actually have, like, not just, like, uh, I signed up uh, for, you know, the military because I knew I was going to run for office, but how many people actually have served, you know, and, like, how many, like, a lot of the shit's just politics anyway, and it's all, it's a lot of civilians making military decisions, which is kind of stupid. I mean, on a, on well, a macro I, level, I, you know. You'd be surprised no, how many I mean, people have influence within the Navy Community at large, including the retired so. community, and yeah. and I mean, uh, you know, Graham's point is, I I agree with it. I think that the proceedings is, although it's got a limited readership, you know, it's the people that it does reach have influence. And Graham's uh, experience with his own article, I don't think, is unique. I think mm-hmm. that, um, you know, you've got, uh, oh, just for example, one uh, Admiral Severius. He's the uh, he's a retired four star that's now uh, he's on the cable news networks all the time. Um, and he's a chair of a public policy school somewhere. I forget. Uh, but he is also the, the chairman of the board of the Naval Institute. Hmm. So, you know, so, for, through, through and, him and, and so others, think, you know, he, people can, but I think, yeah, go sorry, ahead. Jimmy. No, no, no go I, ahead. I think what we're, I think what we're getting at though, is like the, what, what we write in and how, how we put things out in Navy circles, like that can be as limited or as widespread as we want it to be. And that's, that's okay. Like, I think that's fine. What matters is like, are we communicating our, are we communicating on ideas that matter? Mm -hmm. And, and we may have second order effects where someone's like, Oh man, I never thought about it that way. And that person is a policymaker or that person works for a policymaker or that person can take the physical copy of the magazine to that person and be like, Hey, look at this. Right. Like it, it doesn't have to, you know, if, if the Senate armed service committee committee isn't, subscribed en masse to Proceedings Magazine, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Right? But if the guy that works in the Navy Office of Legislative Affairs reads an article and says, oh, man, they were talking about this just the other day. I can take this to the to the Senate or senators or the representatives, and I can show them that this is important to the Navy, right? That helps communicate the, the larger story that the military is um, – uh, is, is trying to convey. And I think that was one of the things that, you know, Jimmy's piece on the PAO lethality, right? <laughs> that was a popular the re- one. The reason that that, I, I think, I, and I don't know the numbers, Jimmy's got the numbers probably posted on his uh, nightstand, right? Uh, tattooed <laughs> my, on my bicep. 
my my impression, right, was that that piece probably had the most legs of anything that you wrote. And you know, interesting I think that's accurate. That it's it's probably ten times more reach than any others. And I did not put and, that on the Naval Institute blog, which is I think right, just, the, just Twitter just took that and ran with it. And and so the reason that that was such a big that I, the reason I think that blew up is because people read that and they were like, yeah, why aren't we communicating our story to the, the public, right? Why aren't we telling them the story of what we do and why we do it and why it is important? And I don't, I don't need my next door neighbor, right? He, he's not in the Navy. He doesn't, he doesn't, he has no idea about the Navy, right? We live in a Navy town and he doesn't know. That's fine. I don't need him to know, right? I don't need him to subscribe to Proceedings Magazine, but I need him to know that the people who are in the Navy take what we do seriously and care about the direction that we go in. And yeah. so, to kind of bring it all the way around full circle, right? The the fe- the fear I think in a lot of people's minds when they read what uh, Salty puts out is they're like, "Are people going to read this? And think we're a bunch of clowns, right?" Well, well you are know that's, read, that's fair. That's fair. Are, are people going to read this and think we're all just making jokes? Uh, you know, yeah, about so, about whatever, right? People are going to. I mean. You, and, and you see that in the, the, the PAO lethality piece, right, got responses from people who were angry because they thought that whatever that was was, was real Navy stuff. Yeah, no, right? yeah. They didn't, yeah. They didn't get it. <laughs> they so, didn't. Yeah. A lot of them didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, no, I mean, I got, I got like, legitimate almost hate mail. Like, yeah. Fuck you, you know, all and, this and stuff. That um, happens anytime. I mean, right, that happens anytime you do something funny, right? Like, Saturday Night Live, get, to, to bring it back to the comedy club, right? Saturday Night Live gets that all the time too. Like, hey guys, or the Onion, right? Dude, just yeah. joke. Like, we're a joke website. Um, but the 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 problem is, right? I mentioned that gravitas. I mentioned that seriousness. People who are invested in this job, a lot of times, look at the look at they they look at a different. There's a difference between not taking yourself seriously and not taking what we do seriously. Yeah. And I think so it, to some to some extent. They view Salty as treading that line a little too closely. Yeah, right? and I, and I, I, and I, I take I, that point. Um, that's a that's a fair point. What I would say is that there's a, you know, there's not taking, they're not taking it seriously. There's, you know, we could get, um, not laughed at, but you know, you could look could look at me and what I write, and you could you could see as a civilian, you know, Frank reading this stuff and go, oh, well, these guys are a bunch of clowns. All right, but then if you also look at some of the actual news stories that come out about the military and some of the the, the terrible things that happen, uh, and you go, you could read that as a civilian, you can go, what the fuck is happening with the Navy, right? So when I, so I bringing it back, you know, really, really open kimono, right? So I, I, I view the the two collisions of 2017 mm. uh, with a lot of personal kind of anguish. Like I'm in that community, right? We 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 really screwed up. People just like me screwed up very badly, and 17 people died. And so I have I have stopped short of writing, you know, satirically about those two incidents. Um, but a lot of the reason that I am doing what I'm doing is because I do not want a repeat of those two incidents. And I when I'm and, I, and it's gonna so in my mind, you know, just my my personal theory is gonna take a cultural kind of re- renovation in order to prevent that. Uh, so that, that's the that's the that's sort of the the broader mission that I'm on. Um, not gonna, not gonna be able to just uh, um, improve the surface navy through one year's worth of um, checklists or uh, 
you know, going through a review process. It's going to take a long time, and we'll, we'll get there. Um, and, and not to accuse the entire Surface Navy of being inept. Uh, it, it, they're not. Um, the, but um, the, the, the kind of the, the bipolar nature of the way that I write is that it, it really does come from uh, kind of a, a very dark, serious, heavy uh, uh, place where I feel a lot of, um, uh, what's the word, you know, uh, ownership of, of what we of do the in problem. the Navy, of the problem. Um, if you even agree that there is a problem. Well, and that's kind of my thing. Like, you know, uh, it's like, oh, they're clowns, they're making fun of this and that. But here's, like, if you are just, like, a giant fat fuck, right, and people are making jokes about what a fat fuck you are, people can be like, oh, you know, they're making jokes about it. But the problem's not the jokes. It's the problem that you need to get off your ass and lose some weight. And so if it's if they're jokes about actual problems, the jokes aren't the problem. The they're It's... The fact that there's something to joke about. It's like, there's things that need to be fixed, you know? Like, there's actual issues that need to be fixed. And, and uh, yeah, you know, say it in a comical way. But, you know, if, if people click through the links that are embedded in some of these articles, and, and the stats show they actually are clicking, which is uh, good, um, you know, you can drill down into an issue a little bit more once you... You know, a white paper is, is just so dry, you know? And it's hard that if you're not already invested in a topic, it's hard to really... Um, yeah, dive into well, it. An example know? would be uh, the one I wrote, uh, a bold proposal, which is about one. you know veterans and suicide, and it's very dark. Uh, and I would say of all the of all the satire that I that I wrote, that's probably the one that I felt like I was taking the most risk. Um, in fact, it, it, the scary thing is that I even got some. So the basic premise behind that that article was you know this program where if a veteran commits misconduct, uh, which suicide would count as misconduct, you'd be. Uh, declassified as a veteran and yeah. therefore your stats would go would be amazing you know the the um veteran misconduct stats would be zero 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 percent suicide and misconduct overnight um and and you know I, the scary thing is i got responses to that article which not only thought i was serious but thought it was a, it was a good idea yeah um so that was a little bit alarming <laughs> but that was um just just one example of of how you know this is it, it is uh you know i i am using this uh, and I wrestle with it myself too, but, uh, you know, my, my bottom line is people are reading what I'm writing and they're having a conversation about it. Um, I think that's generally a positive thing, even if not everybody agrees with what I'm saying. And I know they don't. And it's hard when you're pointing out a problem too, to not, uh, just be wagging a finger at somebody, you know, like, uh, if you're talking about like, here's something that I think needs to be addressed. Um, you know, if, if it's, if it's too... Uh, preachy and you know people will dismiss it because it's like man what the fuck do you know just I, like yeah. why should i listen to you yeah and well a lot of people say that you know i've never commanded a warship so hmm. therefore i shouldn't talk about warships yeah warships at all or it's certainly not command uh god forbid i have opinions and thoughts on command to see um but you know it's, it's the same as saying okay well you've never been a president of the united states so you shouldn't be able to comment on being a president uh that's that's um yeah, I you know you you need to be able to express your ideas and then let people come at you and uh, um, yeah, I think that's important. So you know, one thing, one thing I wanted to to bring up too is that uh, you know the Naval Institute is seen as sort of a safe space for uh, you know we were talking about this uh, mm. earlier um, and and one of the things that I I did was I I went over I kind of hopped over to Navy Times and I put one one article there uh, and I, it's, it's under my own name but uh, that is a uh, I think interesting, and I don't know what your your thoughts are, Graham, but um, the perceptions from the Navy, especially Navy leadership, uh, Navy leaders, 
to see something pop up in Navy Times versus the Naval Institute, um, from what I heard, uh, that that was uh, not popular uh, at Surf War. They were they were not not happy with that article. Which actually, if you read it, I think I mean I'm trying to be objective about my own stuff, but as compared to a lot of things I've, I've written, that's that's fairly benign and it's got a pretty positive message. Yeah, go lead yourself. Um, but apparently, so do do you think so? So Graham, I'm interested in your thoughts. You know, for uh, going outside the umbrella of the Naval Institute, is that viewed as sort of out of bounds to to put in put something on Navy Times or War on the Rocks or uh, you know some of these other blogs that uh, that have become popular? Um, I think there's a difference in my in my opinion. There's a difference between I mean War on the Rocks and uh, Water Pouring and Strategy Bridge and all those uh, all those sites like that. Like I would say that they're probably seen as like within the lifelines, right? Like they're, they're sort of fair game. It's, it's professional, uh, uh, opinion pieces on the, on the military service. And they're not officially, uh, a part of anything, but they're, they're kind of all part and parcel of the same thing. And, um, uh, I would, I would put, I would put those at one level. And then I put like the Naval Institute at like, like a level higher, right? Like, the Navy, I think, looks at that and is sort of like, like you said, like, this is a safe space. Like, dude, we're going to have opinions here. We're going to disagree. We're going to debate some stuff. But this is like, you know, for all of the USNI trying to be perfectly clear that it's not a Navy-run thing, right? Yeah. Navy people Navy people look at that and they're like, okay, cool. That's kind of ours, right? Yeah. So that's sort of the, the, the analogy I used before. That is the family dinner table where you can all talk about whatever, well, you can't do this anymore, but like five, six years ago, you could sit down at the family dinner table and have a conversation where you all disagree and all still love each other. That doesn't <laughs> happen anymore, but it used to happen. Uh, we got to bring it back. Millennial, all the millennials out there, uh, they, they can pine for those days. Or not, they can treat it with their normal customary outrage. <laughs> and be whatever. Upset, be, <laughs> up, be upset that you could ever get along with someone you disagreed with. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's, that's unconscious. I'm pissed off that you're um, even saying it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I demand that everyone abide by my moral strictures, um, regardless of time, place, or culture. Finally, anyway. someone said it. We're going to edit all this all out, right. by the way. <laughs> anyway, um, Navy Times, right, <laughs> is not that. It yeah. is not. It is a press, it is, it is a press organism, right? It yeah. is the, it is the news. It is, and, and, and Navy Times, right, like, I got nothing against them. I've never worked for them. I don't know anybody there. I read the Navy Times uh, when I'm uh, waiting for a haircut at the next. You know, I like to take a look at the p- cool pictures and stuff they have in there. They sometimes have some neat articles about uniforms. Uh, you know, so whatever. I got I got no brief for Navy Times. But they are not in the business of necessarily bettering the Navy. Well, it, they are in the business of of selling newspapers. Yeah, yeah. Dirt. Well, well, it's funny that you it's read it during serious. haircuts because the same ownership owns Master Cuts and a bunch of Super Cuts in Europe. So the the Navy really? Times, yeah, they own a bunch of barbershops. That's capitalism, there baby. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Diver- diversified. But yeah, so, so they're they're, they're could... definitely about making money, right? So and it's funny because right. Frank and I were talking about this earlier, and his assumption is his his initial assumption was that Navy Times would be sort of in the Navy umbrella, the Navy safe space, or whatever you want to call it, um, and that the Naval Institute would not be, and uh, you know, so it's it's 
Um, it's, it's in fact the opposite. The Navy Navy Times is, is uh, you know, not almost not trusted. Uh, maybe that's a little bit too strong, but uh, I think yeah, that's it, probably a little too strong. But at the same time, right? Like, like side like, glance, you know. Like I used to make a joke that like same if, you, if you saw the air if you saw the Air Force cover the Air Force Times, Air Force Times would be like the twenty seven Air Force golf courses you have to golf on before you die, <laughs> and the Marine Corps Times would be like crayon taste test results are in and here's the best taste of crayon everybody always right? talks about marines being crayon eaters <laughs> that's what they do yeah. i don't know it's just that it, it is known um the 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 army times would be like you know here's the 27 new pieces of tactical gear you absolutely have to own right <laughs> uh, and then the navy times is like Everything in the Navy is terrible, and you should hate it. <laughs> they actually publish Armed Forces Journal, Defense News, Army Times, Navy yeah, Times, Air huge, Force Times. It's a huge company. And like, yeah. again, this, yeah, it's that, a conglomerate. My, that is my hyperbolic way of describing the sort of general tone yeah. that I have observed over many years. You got a lingerie shop, too. Of, of, a, of a difference between the Navy Times and everything else. It feels like the Navy Times, more than the other services, is like, like here's all the reasons why the Navy is awful, and so when you publish something in Navy Times, I am sure that there are other people, powerful and important people, who feel the same way about the Navy Times that I do, right? Yeah, I, you know, I, I I feel it as a joke. They probably feel it for real. And I, <laughs> and I, so, I, I definitely agree with you, and that's that was and, one of the reasons that I I kind of took the chance on on branching out to the Navy Times was. Uh, because I, you know, it's it's uh, if I want to keep pushing the envelope, and I and I do, you know, I want to stay within the bounds of uh, of what I I view as professionalism and, and, and bettering the Navy, and uh, but you know, I was wanting to get to a broader reach. First of all, my goal is to reach a broader audience, especially a younger Navy audience, which I think that you know, if you compare the readership of Navy Navy Times versus the Naval Institute, you're definitely going to see that being a younger, more uh, probably more enlisted. Uh, readership so um yeah it was a little bit of hey you know first of all i have some things to say in this article but also hey let me introduce myself because i want you to have a conversation with me i want you to i want you to go to my facebook page you know i'm trying to reach out to you um and, and i think that's probably something that was not the favorite thing for uh some some navy leaders because that it is viewed as a um first of all you could you could view salty as somebody who's trying to get at the Navy, right? You could you could view salty in the same way that people view Navy Times the way that you just described, which I think, and you're right, you're you're kind of joking, but there are definitely people wearing stars on their on their collars that view it that way. So I think that they they probably saw that and they go, oh oh, this is just him just trying to uh, throw mud in our eye, you know, or, or, or poke us, and uh, you know, so I mean that's fine, that's that's the the point of view, but. Uh, um, yeah, it, it's it was a little bit of hey let let's uh let's continue the conversation let's get to a broader audience um, because like you you mentioned getting relegated to the background noise and you know if you're in the naval institute umbrella and you publish no matter what you say even something controversial which which there are more controversial things than what I write and in, in the naval institute the uh, examples are in proceedings and the blog. Um, you're in the safe space, and it's easy for Navy leaders and political leaders to dismiss that. If you know, sometimes they don't. And there's there's been some great 
um, you know, uh, progress made, some ideas that come from the Naval Institute. But um, for the example is the housing crisis, right? So there's all this mold and all this oh, um, yeah. all this shit that's been happening in base housing, right? That didn't happen because the the families brought that to their atten- to Navy leaders' attention or or published articles in the Naval Institute blog. That happened because it got it. It was a, a Reuters investigation. That was media attention. Ouch. You know, and so and it, it kind of sucks that that had to happen. But that's unfortunately what has led to the most reform. If you look in, in probably uh, past several years, is just what gets the most attention. Um, so you know, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm, I want to you know have the same kind of. Uh, press in, in investigations on some of the things every article about. doesn't need a, a horrible investigation to result from it yeah yeah but you know just yeah, let's um anyway so just just getting outside of the umbrella where it's easy to to relegate you to uh um the background noises well i mean i mean look at our i mean look at look at the the culture right like our our the military is one of the mantras is handle things at the lowest level right and that's and that's seen as a principle of good leadership, right? What that means is like if you've got a problem with, you know, Sailor X, right? You don't go direct to the admiral and tell him what a jerk Sailor X is. Yeah. You go to Sailor X or you go to Chief Y, and you slowly increment the 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 problem until you get a solution, right? You you handle things according to the chain of command, according to the established procedure, right? And then you, you, you keep at it until you're either completely told, no, that's not how it's going to happen, or until you get the result you want. And going to the press, right, is a nuclear option, yeah. right? That is, that is running to Congress when you've got a, when you've got a problem, essentially, right? Because yeah. like, that's national level news. Right. Even though we look at it as like, oh, yeah, that's the magazine that sits by the by the barbershop. Right. Like that's a, like you said, man, that's a huge company. They own great clips and stuff. I don't know. And a right? lingerie so a company. Big, big company that has a huge reach that gets national attention that can drive the clicks well beyond, you know, the their website um, with real reporters doing real work. And so the the there's a potential to really upset the apple cart. And so then that, that gets back to what we were talking about before, right? You have to use your words carefully and be sure that when you're upsetting the apple cart, you're doing it for something that matters. Yeah. Right? You're not yeah. doing, you're not doing it for, you know, uh, Hey, this is why stars on our campaign ribbon are all screwed up and we should look at this. You're doing it because dude, there's mold in our houses that we're, supposed to be living in and nothing's been done about it for xyz years right like you've got to judiciously use that uh that bullet uh you know you can't you can't shoot from you can't go to that every time you have a problem i don't uh, like all this um, violent speak bullets yeah. and shooting <laughs> what's funny is that we, we talk about this all the time and we don't even think about it but yeah it's that's a that's our that's the way that we our, our analogies and metaphors that we use but um uh, that is funny. That uh, didn't even occur to me. Um, but no, but I, Gra- Graham, I, think, I, I, I 100% agree with you. And another thing is, 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 is it also can't be, which is, I think some people probably assumed, is that it's about me trying to um, advance my own brand. Um, 
although I am trying to get the conversation to a broader reach, it's for a reason, which I think I, I got to earlier, you know, kind of the reasons that I want to even do all of this. It's for a, a reason more than just uh, advertising myself and, oh, look at me, look what I can do. Um, you know, there, there's, there's gotta be a point to it. And yeah, you're right. It's, it's something that, uh, is, is, uh, is involves some career risk and it, it involves going, uh, you know, right up to the edge of what, in, in, of a professional and what some people will probably say is over the edge. Um, but no, I, a hundred percent agree with you. So, um, you know, it's, uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. I guess it's, um, it's, it, it could, it could turn out to be, something that I never do again. Um, or maybe I, I keep doing it. Um, maybe but, he gets court-martialed. <laughs> yeah. Well, or, you know, and then, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but Hey, so, um, Graham, before, before I let you go, a couple things. Uh, number yeah. one, uh, tell us your call sign. <laughs> uh, my call sign is heed H E E D. And where does that come from? Uh, you can, uh, find me at the club and buy me a beer. And you'd be underwhelmed by the story. How about that? <laughs> I don't know what that just meant. <laughs> so we don't get to... You can find him at the club. Uh, bottle full yeah, of the, the, the officer's club or the bar. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, I mean you know. Yeah. yeah there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's a storytelling aspect to everyone. Everyone's call sign has some sort of story. Some stories are really incredibly lame and will take about zero seconds. Uh, they'll be like, oh, it's just a play on my last name. Or it's because I have a certain physical feature that my friends thought was hilarious and so they just made fun of me for it for the rest of my life or some of them have these epic stories though that start like hey one night in hong kong yeah uh, but the point is you know you do that in a social setting yeah uh, when you're uh when you're hanging out with your friends then you ask them and you buy a drink and uh, you have a good time and then then we talk about the giant you try try, and then if you're not an aviator you try and give yourself a call sign are you trying to give other people around you a call sign, and then it never works out right? Cause yeah. you're just you're trying too hard. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of like salty. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, okay, and then um, also you, um, I think this has already been announced, so I'm not breaking any news here. But uh, uh, for everybody listening, Graham was announced as a winner of the Naval Institute General Prize uh, essay contest. So congratulations, round of applause, everybody. Thanks. Yeah. So second prize. Um, second prize. Se- okay. So second prize. So can you tell us anything about the article, or are we still waiting for it to be uh, published? Yeah, the article basically is about uh, the concept of mission command, and so what that is for uh, uh, civilians out there is the idea that um, in combat, command should be uh, um, essentially you should be able to reduce what you want your subordinates to do to a sort of broad intent, so that if the people under you I have to operate without instructions and without communication with you and without detailed plans. They should know what to do and roughly how to do it and then execute that plan. That's a fucking right? pipe dream. Do you think we're doing that now? Uh, no. No, I don't. Okay. Um, and so I talk about some of the uh, practical ways we can enable mission command on sort of a daily basis. And then I talk about in... Um, sort of our uh, training for combat operations, some things that we could introduce into those sort of problems. These, uh, these big muscle movements like Comp2X, uh, some, uh, um, some things we could introduce there to kind of train people to, uh, to mission command. And so the title of the article is called Go Straight Adam, uh, which is a uh, quote by Horatio Nelson, 
Uh, oh. So I figure anytime anytime you quote uh, Lord Nelson, you're probably uh, <laughs> You're probably in a good spot. They, they probably won you the contest right there. Or got second place. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's possible. The um, as a teaser, the article uh, includes uh, Nelson giving fictional or giving advice to a fictional character, a quote from Mike Tyson, a quote from the movie Office Space, and referring to the author of the children's book, "If You Give a Mouse a Cookie," as a uh, preeminent military leader. Oh, uh, so uh, think, think preeminent military thinker. Yeah. So again, there's. There's some humor in the even in this even in the article. The idea is to uh, use some humor, communicate things um, uh, lightheartedly, but ultimately tackle an important topic or what I, a topic <laughs> that novel I concepts. How how dare you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I can't so, wait to read it. Yeah, you bet. I think it'll be. I think it's supposed to be in the May uh, May issue of uh, of proceedings. All right. Um, so, do you have anything? Uh, any. any Frank, any other questions from the dirty civilian to our esteemed sky god? No, I'm looking forward to reading that article because uh, I, you know, I've never been in the military, but I got employees, and um, I, I mean, just the idea that people can kind of be self-directed subordinates is, I, I, I would just be, I would welcome to hear any thoughts on how to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could implement mission command at uh, at your job. That's right. All right. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't, I don't make any explicit connections to the civilian world. That probably takes a little bit more thinking. Um, but the the idea is the same, right? You want to empower your subordinates to act in the absence of uh, specific instructions, like Fight Club. Um, somebody and uh, was been emailing me. Oh, so another author that's on the uh, blog, um, uh, the esteemed John Byron, who you're familiar with, Graham. Um, yeah. So he and I started emailing, and he he uh, sent me some stuff on uh, uh, back in the '90s total total quality management, which turned into to total quality leadership. Um, and I, I've actually been reading some of that stuff because it's 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 not a, it, an in vogue term these days. But um, if you read it, you know a lot of the mission command stuff is in there. So I thought that was interesting the the idea of empowering your employees. Um, you know the themes of these things throughout the years the the the, the buzzwords come up, um, but it's funny because the general themes are pretty consistent. And, um, you know, this is uh, something that was tried to be implemented back in the 90s and, uh, and prob- probably, hopefully, hopefully, some of the good stuff stuck around. Um, but obviously, you know, more work to do, I guess. So, um, and actually, on, on John Byron, where you're going to see something in proceedings uh, with the two of us. So, uh, it was an interesting uh, collaboration. Um, between the the salty millennial perspective and the uh, kind of the the old salty you know gray beard mariner uh, salty Gen X not <laughs> and uh, and um, he is he is uh, he's always fun to uh, interact with on the comments uh, he definitely does not shy away from expressing his opinion uh, he's pretty salty himself so um, hopefully that'll be an, an enjoyable little back and forth article uh, when it does get published nice. All right, man. Well, thanks for joining us on this one. I'm gonna hang up here. Uh, I'm gonna do that. All right. Uh, hold on. So, hey, Graham. Thanks again. Um, you know, for spending your time with us, and uh, hopefully we can have you on. So, you are you are guest number one. Uh, hopefully, we can bring you back on, and we can uh, continue the conversation. Next time, lavish yeah. us with praise, though. <laughs> What's that? I said next time you need to lavish us with praise. That's kind of what you're here for. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, no! Remember, you're uh, you're just a mortal. 
Yeah. Okay. That's my number one my number one piece of advice to Salty. You're just a man. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta whisper that in my ear, like uh, the guy for the for uh, for uh, was that the um, was that Julius Caesar? Caesar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so basically, I'm man. Caesar then. <laughs> What's that? So I'm Caesar. I'm. I mean, may end up like him. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> All right. Thanks, Graham. We'll talk to you later. All right, fellas. Good talking to you. See you later. Bye. Cool. Okay, I think we've. Nope. I think we even got to hear the hang up. All right. So that was fun. I I think he's wrong about everything he said negative. Yeah, we're we're gonna edit that heavily so that uh, it comes across <laughs> as. Um, Boy, awesome. I really love salty. <laughs> it's gonna be as, as redacted as the Mueller report. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So should we should we plug the um the you know like and subscribe stuff oh yeah so we officially are up and running we are on all your favorite streaming services itunes google stitcher soundcloud you can find us on all of them you can go to saltforce1.com to find the links to all that i think it's on salty herald as well so hit subscribe i guess hit like if that's a thing all these things help if you think uh if you want the casual browser to discover the podcast as well then just hit the damn button it didn't cost you anything and hit the button hit the button did you want to go over any topics or anything or are we uh, wrap i think we'll wrap up we, we we thought about talking about 5g and the implications to national security maybe save that for next time okay uh, it's not going away so no, uh, i know and um hopefully by, by next week it's not been implemented and we haven't already lost the war with china um it could. but that could happen yeah it could happen i don't know it's, 5g is supposed to be really fast it is it's i've it, Finally, a topic in my wheelhouse. Okay, too. <laughs> so I'm, I'm interested. So I have a lot of questions. I know nothing about it, so well, I'm but, interested. Yeah, and I, when I saw your post, I was really happy that like old retired admirals and stuff are writing about it. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. All right. Well, cool. Until uh, until next week. All right. Uh, keep it salty. Yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs>